podcast and um, it's just me molly today and i'm so excited about this episode i have such a great guest on with me today and uh, we have the absolute all-around sustainable queen i have here liz hunt hello <laughs> uh, liz it's so great to have you on i'm so excited to record this so um liz just introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are i'm so excited as well um i'm a kga social scientist at nui um i have a sustainable fashion instagram account i don't know i don't want to call myself an influencer blogger because i'll cringe myself out but um i have created kind of like a like-minded community um because it's kind of hard to navigate in real life people with kind of the same similar like interests and beliefs um so it's kind of just become more of like a community more than anything and yeah, I've like made lots of friends and connected with like really cool sustainable businesses, which gives my life a lot of purpose because I thrive off human interaction. Lockdown gave me bad serotonin. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it uh, brought, brought out a bad side to a lot of us. It didn't yeah. suit a lot of us. Not at all. Oh my God. <laughs> so Liz, I suppose we'll take it back to like the very, very start. And like, when did you kind of become aware of what being sustainable is and like when when do you become interested in sustainability yeah so I think like in secondary school I was using Depop like in fifth sixth year but just because it, like it was cheaper yeah um, I wasn't, like a, an activist or anything I was just it's just the cheaper day. option and you got way more <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be more, more unique and um but my course kind of brought me into the whole sustainability it's centered around like inequality um political science geography psychology biodiversity it's like it kind of changed my perspective on the way I see the world in a way which is so cliche but became like hashtag woke or whatever but yeah but that's exactly what you want from a college course I mean I do commerce and like it doesn't exactly inspire me (laughs) at least you got that yeah and I was like so apprehensive as well about going to college because I knew I was like I should be going to art school but you know (laughs) jobs and all yeah but like and the, was that what you wanted to do when you were in school? Did you see yourself going to like LSAD or somewhere like that? Definitely. I really wanted to do film production and, you know, be pretentious, beret. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I can really see you doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back, do a master's. Um, exactly. But I think it's kind of worked out perfectly because it's kind of changed my like direction going in. Um, and it's kind of like enabled me to do a lot of volunteering because in our course there's like a section for volunteering so I did the radio um, for two years and it's yeah and I've oh yeah sorry so it wasn't just like <laughs> you know lectures it's it's opened a lot of doors that's unreal Liz I didn't realize that was in yeah. social science that's so cool yeah I know you wouldn't even and like, did you do a radio sorry when people ask me like about social science, they think it's social care. It's there's such a stigma. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that at all. Like I thought, again, did you do work with Flirt FM? Was it? Yeah, I really unreal. Did. That's so cool. Um, and then it was kind of over lockdown. I got too overwhelmed with recording it myself from home, so I just took a break. And but yeah, exactly. You did right. Um, <laughs> we. I think that's fair enough during lockdown, though. I think everyone kind of had to like just chill out for a while because it was getting a bit much yeah it was hard like doing the transition from college to home as well yeah 100 percent. 
So Liz, what's that, what motivated you to start your Instagram pre-loving it? So um, I like had this account when I was in school and it was just more just like pictures and aesthetics and stuff. And then I came to college and like, obviously I was just so overwhelmed. I didn't even go on Instagram. I was just, you know, just trying to navigate how to, because I yeah. was alone. I didn't know anyone. So I was just so overwhelmed and I didn't go on it for two years. And then over lockdown, I just got this like urge to start like writing and creating things that were in my head. And I think I had like a personal and like Instagram was so like toxic and I was on the wrong side of life and just accounts just stressed me out so much and yeah cleanse that and I wanted to make a page that people could like turn to and not feel bad about themselves and hopefully I radiate some kind of positivity and like spread oh that's so wholesome I love that (laughs) um yeah just having not feeling bad about going on someone's Instagram being like I want to look like her like that's that's the way it was going for me when I yeah yeah and it can so easily happen you can so easily get kind of stuck in that mindset where you are comparing yourself to other people on Instagram and mm. they only show you the good side do you know yeah. what I mean like your account is so wholesome I love it <laughs> and I think it was only over lockdown that I found it yeah which that's... is mad like the fact that we're I would say like we're both kind of very similar yeah like in the sense that like we're both really into fashion and you know I'd be well you're very much into sustainability I'm still learning about it but <laughs> the fact that we hadn't found each other but that's just the way I suppose we found each other now. <laughs> Isn't it? Like we're both in Galway. We should have probably jumped in. Into we, should, we should have been, We should have met week two, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. Like, what is that? Um, <laughs> um. So I suppose the next question I'm going to ask you, Liz, is, um. So like I was just saying, like I would only really know a lot about sustainable fashion, and even with that, like I'm still every day like trying to educate myself on it more. Yeah, but in your opinion, like, what would be the most, the sector that is most detrimental to the planet? Like, what? Like, I know fashion is so bad, but like, is fashion the worst? Like, what else is there? Is there? Um. So sustainable, like, okay. So the fashion industry is like our second contributor to like climate change, and it's like insane because has that ever been brought up in school? <laughs> like, I think not. No. We're just told to like recycle and turn off the lights and like then we'll be sustainable or like walk to school but when it's like right in front of us we're all getting deliveries from Pretty Little Thing for our disco like that's when we need yeah. to step in and just take the take the lead and yeah I think it's like the fashion like CEOs of like Pretty Little Thing or whatever like I was just read a thing just before you called me I was just reading something and it said that a CEO, it takes four days for them to earn the same as a female garment worker would get in their whole lifetime. Like, oh, that is awful. Yeah, and I think it's more like the media and just like Western society just turns a blind eye. Like, if it's not happening here, it's not happening at all. Like, I agree. The yeah. If it's not directly in front of us, we tend to ignore it. Yeah. And I think that's what's the worst part about it because lockdown I guess just while we were talking about it earlier like affected so much of us mm-hmm. and so many of us so that yeah. like it was right in front of us we were all like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to us but I mean yeah it was just the first time a lot of us had been oppressed to a certain degree yeah it's the first time we'd been had to stay inside like we'd been told what to do and that kind of way whereas yeah. these people go through that every single day like they're 
most of them are getting paid under living wage like they don't have proper working conditions living standards are well below what we're used to like and mm. I suppose if it's not affecting the actual person like we tend to ignore it which is the worst yeah. thing about it really yeah and it's interesting as well because I was like I got into podcasts over lockdown like most people and I was listening to a podcast about feminism and she was like I don't think we need feminism like oh my god I like anymore like I've read every literature about it but like in like these like Bangladesh like 85% of these workers are women and like they're struggling to survive like tell me we don't need feminism yeah do another whole podcast on why we need feminism we could take this a whole yeah (laughs) so next week's podcast will be me and Liz talking about feminism (laughs) oh I never thought my um what is it Wednesday night would be just like me ranting about all these things we should be partying exactly (laughs) literally half five we should be getting our eyelashes on at this stage (laughs) (laughs) So, Liz, if there was one law you could bring in to help the environment and promote sustainability, what would it be? Um. Okay, so I think I was thinking about that. And it's like, law is just like so complicated. Yes. But like, if it was like magical wand, I would definitely bring in like efficient public transport. Because I don't know how many times I've like been stood off by bus air and, and been late. Yeah, Irish rail. Yeah, and just getting, most people get home they're like wherever they're from and it takes them so long because they have to go on so many different routes i'd love like an efficient yeah um railway system and then i would also like like i was in germany two summers ago and they had like this recycling scheme where if you bring back like a plastic bottle they give you like 20 cent or something and like everything's like circular so i think ireland needs to be more circular yeah bring it all back like yeah yeah because at the moment it's just like people think this is like normal and stuff but when it's not like back in a day like we could ask your parents they were definitely bringing coca-cola bottles like um so yeah we just need to bring it back exactly i agree with that and like i think like with the like trends of like upcycling stuff and that's becoming more popular and like yeah. vintage shopping like in that sense i think things are coming back round. but i you kind of already mentioned about how like your college course and how it connects to sustain- sustainability um but like could you go into a bit more detail about that you were mentioning that you were meant to be on your erasmus doing a sustainability um placement so i got um sustainability in amsterdam um it was they have a few projects and the one i was going to be working on was um stop like food waste it's called food circle and there was like 80 food organizations in amsterdam so they like bring if there's like so there's like zero food waste and they bring any food from a restaurant to another one. They kind of like, um, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like if someone like there's an app, and then if someone like has food to give, someone collects it and gives it to someone else, or they like bring it into like soup kitchens for the homeless, or they kind of t- like they shrivel up, um, you know, like dehydrated fruit and stuff, yeah. things that are on its way out and stuff like that. Um, and then they do like cool events like disco kitchens and oh my god that's so cool but um yeah my course like i was surprised how much environmentalism does come into it um and i did my research proposal last year about gender equality in like the sustainable fashion discourse and it was really interesting because um i actually read that apparently a lot of men associate sustainability with like 
fem- femininity or whatever. Really? Um, even like using reusable shopping bags was demasculating. Oh like, my God. Do you know what, Liz? You're saying that now, but you know what? I can see it. Yeah. Do you know that kind of way? Like, it sounds bizarre saying it out loud, but like, it's not really that weird. I can, I can see how that will work. Yeah. Yeah. We do need to, like, not us, but like the companies maybe are targeted to more sorry women because there's all these arguments that were more empathetic or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. It's a big a heavy topic it is you wouldn't like if you think like i know like it's awful but like sometimes i have to take a break from it because i'm like the world yeah. is literally such a shitty place i'm like yeah. why are why does why should we have to be more sustainable we should just have been sustainable from the start <laughs> do you know yeah. what is here they put us in this mess we didn't ask for this stupid capitalism yeah. <laughs> so please i suppose bringing it back to fashion um what is your favorite place to shop wait what is your favorite place to shop? So, like where is your favorite place to shop um it used to be depop to be honest but i'm going to all over vintage at the moment have you heard of it sorry vintage no i actually haven't yeah it's it's like um it feels like depop back in the day it's like calm before the storm it's like everything's just chill everything's like four pound oh um, very good yeah. and it's an app is it yeah, I'm using it on my laptop, and at the moment it's not on Ireland, but it definitely will um, tomorrow the late game. But you can like ask them to ship to Ireland, and yeah, I just exciting. Yeah. And can you sell stuff on that as well? Is it basically just like Depop, but just yeah, a countdown version basically? Yeah, and all the Europeans use it apparently. So, so that's the place to go. Yeah. I'm on the hunt for a pair of red go-go boots at the moment. That's my. Right. That's my latest project. I cannot find a pair at the moment, but maybe I might be able to find it on that. Yeah, it's your best bet. Yeah, because Depop just isn't giving me answers. I'm literally refreshing it every single day, red go-go boots and nothing. It's it's so difficult to navigate these days. Yeah, I that's why even since lockdown, I think like it's just expanded and it's like the growth is just it's gone insane like it's insane. like every day about five new vintage shops start following me. yeah and i'm like if i follow all of these like then like... i literally and like liz i don't sell on my depop like i don't and yeah. i have nothing up so like there's nothing there. i only ever buy stuff on depop because i just haven't yeah. got around to selling my clothes or haven't decided which ones i want to sell um it's on the to-do list for next week but um I literally, I still get so many follows. Like, yeah. I'm like, why are these people following me? I have nothing to give. <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It's just constantly new. It's, I literally, I agree with you there. Like, always, there's always a new vintage shop coming up. There's always a new Depop shop. Yeah, and it's so good. And, like, we love to see it. But it's also, like, is this going to just turn into fast fashion as well? Not fast fashion, yeah. but... Just the whole idea that we need to keep up and we need to keep up the trend. Exactly. But... It kind of could be doing a bit of a 360. But hopefully not. Hopefully it's just people getting excited. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, What do you think of, um, I don't know, the attitude of like, oh, it's okay if I buy fast fashion, but I'll sell it on mm-hmm. Depop after. What do you think of that notion? Ooh, it kind of depends um, really on like what they're buying it for or like, how many times they're using it like if someone has bought something and they absolutely love it and they're committed to wearing it for like three years straight but if someone's just like buying it for like a night out I probably wouldn't agree with that yeah because it's it's 
do you know the way like people always have to have a new outfit on a night out I don't know that's like some kind of yeah <laughs> that is it's that's not good at all no no but um no I do like I'm not I, I don't want my page to be a place of like hatred or like um patronizing or anything like that exactly like, yeah people need to buy clothes and if not everyone's like you know whatever size or they have whatever time and money and so like I do think if you know someone's gonna wear it and they're gonna make use out of it like 100% like we're not exactly exactly um so with the time of the year that it is it's coming up to Christmas um uh we were actually just talking about this yesterday but a lot of waste around Christmas time and a lot of um overindulging on the all present shopping consumerism um what advice would you give because to be honest I'm not gonna bash anyone because I contribute to this like I Mm -hmm. splash out at Christmas I think most people do but like what advice would you give for people shopping this Christmas like how can they do it even a tiny bit more sustainably yeah I think it's like panic buys and stuff like yes panic buys it's like I need someone needs to have a present for me under the tree at Christmas yeah, needs to be in a big box. Yeah. Loads of um, we were actually, I, yeah, we were actually talking about that, about how, like, even, not even just the presents, but, like, the actual waste of, like, the wrapping paper, the packaging, like, plastic. Hmm. It's crazy, like. It's insane. Like, everyone on Christmas Day, like, sees a big pile of wrapping paper, and you're like, well, what have we just accumulated? Um, but I think, like, for presents anyway like if at all possible I know it's kind of like we don't know what the future holds and stuff but like there's nothing like just getting like an experience like a concert voucher or a cinema or like yes. a coffee shop your favourite restaurant um, I like that, that. an experience yeah. yeah yeah Um, and I think other than that like anywhere but Amazon <laughs> like, literally yeah yeah just anywhere just tr- at all possible local or local business or small business but also don't be hiding yourself like exactly exactly like I mean like if you're going out buying five presents and instead of buying all of those five um you know fast fashion or from these large corporations and you buy two of them sustainably like that's still progress exactly that's better than last year exactly maybe next year go for three do you know what I mean yeah yeah I love it so Liz how how would you um describe your own sense of style just to give like the like listeners like um a sense of like if they've never gone on your page before well they probably will now once they listen to this podcast but like how would you describe your sense of style um I think this is like a difficult question yeah I hate people ask me this (laughs) (laughs) you You know um at the moment I would say like pastels I'm a very like I think I'm just a very colorful yeah style and I wore like a cloud rainbow jacket there for an entire year, so maybe that just summarizes. Yeah, about it. But, uh, I mean, like I remember you from the size society meeting from second year. I remember yeah. you were wearing that jacket, and I would always see you around campus after that, well, and I would always recognize you because of your jacket. Would you believe that? I know I couldn't go anywhere. Someone would be like, "I saw a rainbow girl." <laughs> I'm not, I don't associate anymore. I, I burned the jacket. I love that. <laughs> Um, so Liz, if you could be a movie character, I'm actually so curious to see what you say for this one. A movie character, um, it could be animated, um, or a real life person, but mm-hmm. who would you be for the rest of your life? Mm. 
Now, I was trying to think of something like unique and different, but honestly, I think we're going to try not to go with clueless. Like, yeah. I've been weak for ever, like play, plaid. How do you say that? Plaid, yeah. Counting like the zeros fashion is. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this question as well. I was like, what if someone asked me this? And I was like, I don't know if I could give an answer. I was trying I to think. I was like, um, I was actually. I got this inspiration because I saw it on Instagram and it was like under the comment section of one post and it was like, what movie character would you be? And like mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of people were actually saying like Rachel Green. I know that's a TV series. And I was like, I am a big Rachel Green advocate, like friends, yeah. everything. But like, I just don't know what she was the girl I'd pick. Yeah, I, I just like an Erica. Like I think I'd nearly go Phoebe before I go Rachel. Do they? I think I would. She had kind of cool, yeah. quirky. Like, do you remember? I don't. Do you watch Friends? Like, I, I did like in school and stuff because everyone said it was cool. But I don't know if I actually enjoyed it. That's fair. It's it's kind of one of those things you either love it or you hate it. Yeah, definitely. I just wanted to like get out of class. He'd be like, "Put on Friends and try." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Liz, um, bring it all back to fashion. And just to finish off the podcast, what advice yeah. would you give to someone who is trying to transition from, we'll say, being a constant online shopper, pretty little thing lover to someone who's trying yeah. to be that bit more sustainable? I think the first step, what I done was declutter my feed for anyone that didn't like inspire me. Yeah. Just diversified my feed because if we stay like following the same people like we're never going to challenge ourselves or challenge our own views or break out of a mold or whatever but um yeah so first like follow inspirational people like advocates yeah advocates yeah (laughs) and I think the main thing is just like make mistakes and like whatever your own means is you know like never feel bad about buying underwear from pennies like literally yeah, la- did i send you that or something because that is literally i had i had such guilt about that it happened when i first uh, moved up to galway this time around and yeah. i just didn't bring up enough underwear at all and especially because you know like i wouldn't be doing a wash like every five days like so i was like yeah. okay what am i gonna do and like i was just looking like online like and stuff and sustainable underwear is so expensive like so, so expensive. expensive and like I was like, I'm just going to have to do it. And I think the guilt I had, I had to put it on my story and everything because I literally was like, there's definitely cameras following me being like, let's rat Molly Cooney out. She shopped in pennies. And I was like, no one actually cares that much. Like, it's literally all in my head. But like, that was... I know. As soon as I walk into pennies, I feel like all eyes are on me. Like, <laughs> like, I do have to buy some things in here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, like, I felt that as well for the first year I was in it. Like, and there's that quote as well, like, we don't need a handful of perfect, sustainable humans. We need a whole lot of imperfectly sustainable yes, humans. Yes, people that are just trying. Yeah. And, like, to be fair, I think a lot more people are. Yeah. I think it's Definitely. really become a thing that people are trying that bit harder, mm-hmm. um, which is so unreal. And it, it also helps that vintage fashion is kind of in. Yeah. Yeah. Just better stay for the long haul. Yeah, it better just be here for life. Like, no more trends. <laughs> No, I'm done. Yeah, like trends are, don't gone. exist. Oh, can you remember the pressure, like Liz? It was so intense sometimes. To be fair, like looking back, like in school and stuff, 
I do remember ordering stuff off Pretty Little Thing and I've actually thought about this a few times and like yeah. I remember ordering like crop tops and like Joe those like Aztec le- like Aztec is that what it is yeah leggings yeah. Um, off Boohoo and like Pretty Little Thing and being like I think I only ever bought like I think I got like maybe three packages like mm-hmm. in my we'll say youth club disco days you know, that kind of way and yeah like, that's really good. It act like I wasn't really ever like because I actually just didn't like the clothes. Yeah, I really didn't. And like I'm sure now someone's listening to this being like, actually, Molly, do you remember that time that you did this? But I don't think there was. I think it was only a few, a handful of times. And like most of those clothes did lasted. I'd say one wear, and then they'd hold them. Two. Yeah. Like they were never like I just didn't like those that sort of, you know. Local. I think that's when yeah. I gained a bit of confidence then yeah I was just like I'm actually just gonna wear what I want because just, it doesn't really matter yeah. now don't get me wrong like I still am influenced by trends I think mm-hmm. you be you have to have a very like you know you want to be can't see or like not be like don't be able to like push out all outside influences to not be influenced in some way but mm-hmm. I think the influence that I get is just like I'm actually inspired by people I'm like oh my god what she's wearing is so nice <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go get that you know yeah it's kind of funny as well because you're like subconsciously thinking about a piece of clothing and then it becomes a trend and you're like wait a minute yes <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I, I relate to that so much yeah I don't know what it is it's like I'm thinking about other jackets and then it's everywhere yeah I'm like, you manifest it that's what it yeah. is there you go that's the universe now your thoughts become the truth exactly right i guess we'll wrap it up there liz thank you so so much for coming on so lovely as usual talking to I you i know i love I, i'm so happy we did this podcast i actually think it's I lo- i'm gonna love it already yeah <laughs> i'm so so delighted and so i'm just gonna wrap it up now so thank you everybody for listening to another episode of that's right the podcast and um, we'll be back again next week with another one and thank you so so much liz for coming on today thank you. bye yeah.